gentlemen, boys and girls, and children over the age of 21, welcome to the Hop Nation USA podcast. I'm your host, Sam, and you are here for episode 31, I believe. Are we already at 31? We are at 31. All right, so we're here for episode 31. The audience is here for 31, and... That's fantastic. You know what's interesting about the number 31? That's actually the name of a Dewclaw pumpkin beer. It sure is. It really is. It's also a prime number. That is correct. It is. Thanks, nerd. Yeah, I got more if you want. (laughs) No, we don't don't need (laughs) any more. Nope, that's it. (laughs) That's all you get. You got your one in. You you let off with that, and now that's it. Shot my wad in the first minute and a half. You know what I got? There's 31 days in October. Flavors of Baskin Robbins. Spooky, no. I think that's 32 flavors at Baskin Robbins. I'm pretty sure it's 31. I'm not sure. <laughs> that's okay. How whatever whatever is it is, that? they have a lot of flavors and most of them are pretty damn good. So what's interesting is the theme for today's show is the drunken pumpkin. What's fun about that is that not only are we going to be drinking pumpkin beers on today's episode, but we're actually not going to be drinking 31 from Dewclaw. But Hey, there's another beer out there. That's that's one that the audience can try uh, on their own. There's also the 62, Woo! which is the Imperial Double version Woo! of that. Yeah, I've had that too. It's haunted. Woo! This is a very spooky show. So I guess, I guess before we go on, I should probably introduce my co-hosts who are just whistling in the wind over there. No, spooky ghost Woo! noises. I don't know if ghosts even talk, but to my right is Ghost Steve. He's here today. In, yes. in spirit, at least. <laughs> in spirit. I get it. So wait a minute. I get yelled at for making informative input to the show, and he makes a dumbass pun, and he gets he gets huzzahs yeah, no, for it. Yeah, nobody wants nerd facts, nerd. Well, I like nerd facts. <laughs> yeah, you didn't make a pun that was funny. You just, you just said that 31 was, was a prime and I, number. And I helped to build the show. You get, you get your recognition when you make puns. <laughs> yeah, you make a lot so, of them. Yeah, so go back to making puns. Do you. Do you. I do love me some puns. All right, then. Too bad we don't have the pumpkin ale today. Ah. Not that that's an actual pun, but... You know, it is it is the name of a beer from Dogfish Head, which mm-hmm. that's another one we won't be drinking on the show today. Nope, nope. So we're just going to list all the beers that we're not drinking? Yes. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. We, I guess we just really don't have much to talk about that's today, all, so let's, let's list one. everything we're not going to be drinking. <laughs> to my left is Adam, and he is also on the show today. He is here in spirit, I guess, as I well. Oh, yeah, but now that I've been given the green light to make puns all episode... I hope you guys are aware of, of what's going to come your way then. Puns? Nah. Nah. Oh, so you're just going to not do puns? Maybe. I don't know. So we're not we're not drinking certain beers. We're not doing puns. He's being vague, Woo! which is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I, I wonder if this will continue throughout all October episodes. Probably. It's a spooky month, so Probably. what the hell. Yeah. But let's let's enhance the spookiness and let's get into our first beer of the show. And I'm going to introduce this to everybody because I brought it. Okay, great. Now, now this is our first beer, and we are going to be drinking the pumpkin bread beer, which is a beer from O'Fallon Brewery. And this beer is a Dunkelweizen, and it is coming in at 5.4%. So that looks very exciting to me. So where is O'Fallon's out of? So the O'Fallon Brewery is out of St. Louis County, which is, as you can probably guess, is in Missouri. Of course. Uh, But they're actually in the city Maryland Heights. 
Okay. Which, let's get into this pumpkin beer, right? So this is a uh, a beer, and it's brewed with pumpkin and spices, and it says it's supposed to be naturally cloudy. So doke. Not going to be real clear, guys. And you said it was 5.4, right? Mm-hmm. Which does make sense for a Dunkelweiss, and that's that's right in the wheelhouse. Yeah. You probably you probably don't know the IBUs on this. Uh, it doesn't say on the bottle, and I did not look it up. So I would assume it's low. It's going to yeah, be real I'm low. I'm going to guess 25-ish. Most yeah. pumpkin beers are very low in IBU. But so, and so are Dunkelweizen, so. Yeah, so for those that don't know, a Dunkelweizen is a dark wheat beer. And I, to the best of my knowledge, I don't believe we've had one on the show. So it's going to be dark in color, uh, but it's still going to have some of those banana, clove flavors that you would get from a traditional Hefeweizen. I think we might have had one when you weren't here. Right. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. So that and I'm not here a lot. So. Right. <laughs> Speaking of, this is three weeks in a row. Three in Starting a row. Starting trend. Hot damn. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens next week. <laughs> Let's celebrate with a beer. Let's celebrate with a beer. So we have the pumpkin bread beer. By O'Fallon's. By O'Fallon's. And it is... I don't even know if I'd really call this cloudy. It's dark. Uh, there's not a lot of clarity, but you know, when I'm thinking cloudy nowadays, I'm thinking like a New England style IPA that's naturally very cloudy. This just looks like a darker amber beer. Yeah, I mean, it's not very clear though. I don't want to call it hazy like a New England IPA or anything like that, but it is, uh, you know. It is not crystal clear. Right. Yeah, it's translucent, but not transparent. Translucent is a good word for this. Yeah. Yeah. But not opaque like a orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, head yeah. retention is very minimal on Nil. this. Nil. It, yeah. It's non-existent. Doesn't exist. The effervescence is, it, it's kind of there, but there's not much. On the nose, uh, this is one of the best beers that I've smelled on this show in a long time. This is straight up like, uh, like those pumpkin spice cookies. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I really enjoy those. So I really enjoy this. Yeah, it's got a nice pumpkin nose to it. It's almost crossing into ginger snap territory. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, that's a good that's a good analogy. A, yeah. a pumpkin ginger snap. That's what I'm smelling. That smells exactly like that. Ah, All right. What well, the hell? Let's give, give it a it try. That. Huh. That's a different pumpkin beer than I'm used to. Yeah, it definitely is. Hmm. It doesn't have a a very strong pumpkin flavor to it. But it, it, it tastes malty and sweet. Yeah. Uh, kind of well, like pumpkin bread would. To me, the one thing that I find interesting on this is, in terms of mouthfeel, it definitely feels like a thinner beer than what I would be used to in a pumpkin beer. Yeah. It, it doesn't have that full-bodied feel to it. And I think that's because we're working with a wheat, technically. Yeah. It, it just, it, it, it's not what I would expect with a pumpkin beer, and that's, that's not a bad thing. It's just unexpected. It's refreshing. I, I tell you what, though, mine is mine is a little bit on the chilly side right now. It's a little cold, which yeah. I think might be masking some of the flavors. So before I take my next sip, I'm going to let it sit here for a little bit and just continue to breathe, continue to warm up a little bit, and hopefully some more of those flavors will come out. But it's, uh, you know, overall, it's it's refreshing. I'll say that. Sure. Yeah, it's refreshing. I'm enjoying it so far. Oh, I, so, I have no hate yeah, towards yeah. this beer right yeah. now. I'm definitely getting that, uh, that ginger snap flavor kind of mm -hmm. continues on for me into the tasting so while we we let these beers warm up a little bit uh i think it's time for uh some upcoming events we upcoming need to talk events. about uh first and foremost one that i know that i'm going to and i believe steve is going uh is the annual brewing up a cure event 
Yeah, coming up October 23rd. October 21st. 21st. That would be... It was 23rd last year, I bet. <laughs> Could have been. I also went to. Yeah, it's October 21st down yeah. at the PPG Winter Garden. And what what year is this? Is this the 10th annual? This is the 11th. 11th yeah. annual. Yes. Very uh, nice. This is put on uh, by the Trub Association, Three Rivers Underground Brewing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it is actually a homebrew event in the Winter Garden. Yeah, that's what makes it completely different from other beer tasting events that we go to. This one is all homebrewers. Right. And you will also find you will find Apis and Arsenal there. Yeah, and there there are usually one or two distributors that are there hanging yeah. out some of the the beers yeah. that you usually see at a bar or at a, a six pack shop. Right. But otherwise, it's it's all it's all uh, it's all homebrewers, and the other thing that makes it stand out is it's also a completely uh, charity event as well. It is. It is. Uh, all proceeds go uh, towards the fight against cystic fibrosis, uh, which is a very admirable cause. Yeah. So one of the things that uh, that I really enjoy, uh, not only is it a homebrew event, but uh, the homebrewers usually usually bring out the big guns for this event. They usually bring out a lot of experimental beers. Uh, they'll bring out beers that you wouldn't normally see. I know in years past I've seen chocolate cake beers. I've seen beers that are flavored with and taste like Dr. Pepper. Yep. Um, I've seen dill pickle beers. Yeah, that was last year. And <laughs> uh, everybody is that is there a lot of times they'll experiment a little bit. Try something different. Try something new. Right. I uh, believe there was also a corned beef Yes. Yeah, there was a corned yes. beef beer last year. Yeah, I remember that one. That was that was very interesting. I'll yeah. say that. <laughs> you know, I've had a number of meat beers now, and I will say, that must be a f- pretty easy flavor to obtain in the beer if you're throwing that. I, I don't know if they throw it in the boil or they throw it in the fermentation, but they must yeah. be throwing literally pounds of corned beef in this beer right. to get that flavor because that's exactly what it tastes mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not quite sure how that go, how they go about pulling those kind of beers off because we no we've, idea. we've had the we had the Duke Law Q on the show, mm-hmm. and I think that one was based purely on spices. I believe it was. That yes. was a dry rub. Yeah, right. and that was terrible. At <laughs> <laughs> least to me, I liked it. But uh, yeah, the, this corned beef beer it was like more based on like the saltiness of corned beef and like trying to capture like almost a Reuben. Yeah. Minus the Russian dressing. <laughs> right. Uh, and there are some ciders there as well. Yeah. Uh, both homebrew and by... Uh, and Arsenal. And yeah. Ars- yes. Uh, but on top of that, there is also food there. There is live music. And there are auctions available to help raise additional funds right. uh, towards the fight against cystic fibrosis. I haven't won squat in all the years that I've gone. <laughs> but damn it, I feel lucky this year. Well, good luck. I'm actually going to try. Find, so- find something you'll like. <laughs> do they do? Do they still do a silent auction, or is it just an auction where you buy, or like a raffle where you buy raffle tickets and put them in a bag and uh, try the, to win a prize? It is the bag style. Because yeah. I won one time when we were there, Steve and I. The very first year we went, I won Steeler tickets, but that was in a silent auction. Ah. Yeah, so okay. what I did is I pretty much just waited to put in my bid until they were collecting the sheets, and then I threw in the final bid and got the tickets that way. Oh, so you sniped them. I yeah. sniped them for oh, sure. Geez. Yeah, totally but, sniped them. But you, you know what? Also- <laughs> it was for charity. I sniped them for charity. And plus, think about it this way. They were going to take that uh, clipboard, mm-hmm. and they would have ultimately gotten less money for charity that had I true. not done that. That right. is true. Sam did the right thing. He also sniped uh, Penguin's package for somebody <laughs> who wasn't even there. <laughs> 
Bo had to donate to a charity for an event he didn't go to. <laughs> and he still has not been to. Yeah, it still hasn't been to. Still, he needs to go. He needs yeah. to go. Uh, and actually, I'd encourage all of the listeners, if any of you are in the Pittsburgh area or even outside of the Pittsburgh area, you should definitely attend this event. Yeah, uh, tickets are still available, and uh, definitely come check it out. Yeah, uh, it's a great cause. It's a great night. Uh, if you're coming from out of town, stick around. The Steelers are playing the next day at home, so make that a, a good weekend. Hmm. I'll be way out of town that weekend. I'll be in Scottsdale, Arizona. So unfortunately, I can't attend this year. But it is one of my favorite events of the year. And one of the things that I particularly like about this beer fest is that it includes food. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know how long that'll last because it seems like all of the ones that included food years ago have since been transitioning over to food trucks. But this one still includes the food, right. which well, is very nice. I think it's going to be a little bit difficult to get a food truck inside the Winter Garden. Yeah. So I think we're pretty safe. Yeah, I think, that is I think true. it's still safe that way. That is true. All in all, it's it's one of my favorite beer events of the year. Yeah, it just it works really well because what you do is you go, there's usually three walls of beer and then one wall of food, and so you make a lap. Yeah. And you do three walls of beer, get some food, and then make another lap, three walls of food. It's pretty great. <laughs> it's a, it's a good, good system they have. Don't screw it up. <laughs> Now, an event that I have coming up that I know you guys aren't going to this year, but I've, I've been to in the past, and it's something that I really enjoy, is uh, the Beers of the Berg Winter Warmer. It's the complimentary event to the Beers of the Berg that they do every summer. So it's gathering up all of the Pittsburgh breweries and essentially stuffing them in a warehouse in Lawrenceville and giving them an opportunity to preview and try out all of their winter beers for uh, for the Pittsburgh community. So the warehouse that they're in in Lawrenceville, uh, is that the same terminal warehouse that they had the main Beers of the Berg event last year? It is not. This one is closer to the Strip District, actually. It's on 31st Street, so I think it's like right between the okay. Strip and Lawrenceville. Okay. Um, but, you know, once again, giant giant warehouse. Throw the breweries in there and have them, have them serve their beer. And I'm excited. This is one of my events. I try to go to as many of these as I can, only because, I mean, there's there's Beer Fest now in Pittsburgh pretty much every weekend. So mm, it's, yeah. unless you really want to spend every weekend sampling beer, which, as great as that sounds, I do have other things <laughs> I like to do with my time and money. Uh, you know, this is one that's, that's great for me because you really get to to sample you know all of the winter beers that the breweries have to offer and you know i, I try to make it around to the breweries in the winter yeah. but I, I tend to lean towards the ones that are closer to my house and i don't really get to the outskirts too much so they're, they're beers that you might not get to try otherwise and plus you're going to have a lot of porters a lot of stouts a lot of spiced ales christmas ales yeah and you know those are those are some really really great beers and it's it's fun to see you know what what's going to be introduced in the Pittsburgh community you know starting starting probably late November to early December so this event is i believe i said it earlier but if i didn't it's uh November 4th and i believe tickets are still available for this event as well yeah yeah like you said it's a pretty good idea to like maybe just hit like beers of the bird every year you know both the summer and mm -hmm. the winter because that gives you kind of a preview Right. Especially with the number of breweries we keep opening up. <laughs> you know, I'm sure there's going to be breweries there uh, on the, in November that weren't there in May. Correct. And, right. And if, you know, even still, you're going to get uh, new previews of stuff. Like, I'm sure if Rusty Gold shows up. They are on the list. You know, you're going to find something new from them that you weren't getting yeah, absolutely. You know, back in May. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely an event I would, you know, I wish I could go to, but I, I like the event because literally every one is bigger than the last because more <laughs> breweries keep opening, and they're they're all invited every time, which is great. 
So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So if you don't have any plans on November 4th and want to join me down at uh, the Beers of the Berg Winter Warmer, come one, come all. It's going to be a pretty good time. Unfortunately, food is not included with that one. So mm. I'm just going to try to eat a shitload beforehand <laughs> because, you know, some of these events are a little bit dangerous. And I have to say, after uh, the Beers of the Berg in the summer one that we went to, I was pretty tuned up after that. Yeah. Not that I wanted to be, but let me tell you, there were so many delicious beers there and I just wanted to try them all. To be fair, uh, as different from the summer one, being that you will be in the Lawrenceville area, there's plenty of places that you could go eat instead Mm -hmm. of relying on food truck food. Absolutely. I think I'm going to go down early. I think it starts around 3 or 4 that day. We Mm -hmm. got uh, the VIP tickets, so I'd like to go down there early, have a nice meal, even if I have a beer with the meal. You know, it's something to just Mm -hmm. really get the juices going, but walk in there with a nice full stomach and and ready to, to sample some good beers. Yeah. So, since you are going down there, uh, will you be available for autographs? Uh, I will. And more than likely, I'll be rocking the Hop Nation USA t-shirt. So, come find me, get a business card, get an autograph, audition for the show, you know, bring me a beer, uh, point me in the right direction of a good beer that you tried that maybe I haven't tried yet, you know, or just come and mingle. I'm a, I'm a pretty happy person, so I'd be happy to talk to anybody. So, yes, you can go find Sam at the Pittsburgh uh, Winter Warmer for the Beers of the Berg, but for... The Brewing Up a Cure, don't come talk to me and Adam. <laughs> <laughs> we're too busy drinking beers and eating food and sniping we're, Steeler tickets. Yeah, we're yeah. not sociable. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be the grumps in the corner. <laughs> you guys better wear your shirts. I mean, you got to represent when you're Oh, no, there. we totally will, yeah. so people know not to talk to us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> don't talk to those guys. Hey, just look at the shirt. You'll know. Oh, no, yeah. those, those guys. Miscreants. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, I guess we'll give autographs, too. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I will bring a Sharpie. Yeah. <laughs> Well, do you guys know of anything else coming up? I know that's all we have on the docket, but are there any other events that you've heard of in Pittsburgh, beer-related, non-beer-related, that, you know, we should share with the audience? Well, if you're listening to this on Friday, like you should be, you'll know that the Great American Beer Festival is happening in uh, Denver right now (laughs) (laughs) with all 3,500 beers. Which we're not going to, unfortunately. <laughs> not going to, unfortunately. Have never been. Odds are, if you're listening to this in Pittsburgh right now, you're not going you're either. You're not going so either. I don't know how much time we got to spend on this. So what nope, I'm, that's just it. <laughs> what I'm hearing is we haven't gone yet. Right. Yeah. That's so ne- next year. That, that's a next year. Next year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, it, we, we mentioned this last week during the trivia quiz. There are three airlines that go direct to Denver uh, where you yes. can get very affordable flights. So I think with the, the proper planning uh, next year, we could we could definitely do it. The one thing that we would have to do first before we did anything was get tickets because I know they sell out within probably 20 to 30 minutes. Uh, very popular event, so we need to make sure we secure tickets before we plan any other part of this. So we're going to have to use your sniping skills <laughs> yeah, to get I, tickets. We're all going to have to what, use our sniping skills. What we, what we really need, what we really need, not just for this, but for all future events, mm-hmm. we need press passes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I'll do a live episode at, at Beers of the Berg next spring. Oh, yeah, I'll do a live episode anytime, anywhere. Yeah. But, you know. Well, not anywhere. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to Chili's. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was going to say, I might do one under an overpass. I don't no, care. No, I'm fine with that. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not going to Chili's. I'll do one under the overpass by the Clark Bar <laughs> for a tailgate episode. <laughs> hey, tailgating live from PNC Park. Well, I guess now we'd have to wait till spring to do yeah. it because the Pirates have sucked their way out of another season. But, you know, we can do a 
tailgate for the Steelers. Anywho, let's get back to beer. We're, yeah. we're getting we're we're getting off track here. <laughs> the well, you're the only one getting off track. We're we're laser focused, especially on this O'Fallon's uh, pumpkin bread, the Dunkelweizen. I believe the temperature has come up just a little bit. Mm-hmm. The temperature has come up, and the flavor has come out. At least in my opinion, it has. Because now I'm I'm getting some more of that that yeasty pumpkin-y flavor that's that's actually making this taste a little less like a, what'd you say, Fig Newton? Pumpkin ginger Fig snap. Newton. Ginger snap. Pumpkin ginger snap, <laughs> and more like pumpkin ginger. pumpkin bread. <laughs> Not only that, but I, I believe, and this could just be me thinking stupidly, but I think the mouthfeel has gotten a little fuller now that it's warmed up a little bit. Yeah, I can see where you're going with that, Adam. I, I, I would I would agree with that a little bit. The mouthfeel is, is, is a little bit more pronounced. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not getting that myself, but I am getting more yeastiness and more maltiness, and it's starting to mingle a little better with the uh, spice flavors. I'm digging this at a warmer temperature than what I was when we first cracked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. this is this is this is a good beer. I am enjoying drinking this. I got no beef with this beer. I, I've had other beers from O'Fallon's, and I, specifically, I've had other pumpkin beers from O'Fallon's. They they probably have five or six at this point. Yeah, we and they're did. all very drinkable. Yeah, we didn't mention it, but this is coming out of a uh, pumpkin patch sampler pack. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's called the pumpkin patch sampler pack. So if you're out at a beer distributor, check this out. It has the O'Fallon's pumpkin beer, the original ale. It has the pumpkin bread beer that we're drinking on the show now. It has the pumpkin latte which is a coffee latte beer and then it also has something really unique a pumpkin saison uh, which I, I've drank all of the other ones because uh, I bought the pumpkin packs, patch pack so pumpkin patch pack pumpkin patch pack so I, I can I can attest that they're all all pretty damn good uh, and and this one is no exception so yeah if you're out and looking for a good uh, way to try a number of pumpkin beers in a variety pack check out O'Fallon's pumpkin patch do it that's pretty smart on their part because they're kind of gathering in everybody. You don't have to stray right. to get other flavors. We've got them all here. <laughs> O'Fallon's does. Come visit us at the end of the aisle. But that, that I mean, that's a great strategy, though, right. to, your, to your point. Yeah, it's smart. <laughs> so really, the, the Pennywise strategy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all pumpkin down here. <laughs> Steve is doing sausage party impressions. <laughs> sounds like something right out of that movie. <laughs> that movie sucks. All right. <laughs> well, it does. We'll yeah, get I don't know if anybody actually saw that movie. No. I watched it. I it, watched it. It blew. It is trash. <laughs> it is not funny at all. I didn't have to get past the trailer, and I could have told you that one. <laughs> Hot garbage. Hot garbage. I was hungover, and I needed something to watch. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, that about does it for the pumpkin bread beer. So we'll be back after these messages, which. Wait. Well, hold on. There's not going to be any messages. That's what I was going to We're sponsored? No, we're not sponsored yet. I'm just preparing myself for when we do get sponsored. So we'll be right back after these messages with no messages. You'll just hear a little tune and then you'll hear us again in probably about 30 seconds, if not sooner. And we'll be back with another drunken pumpkin beer and some more. uh, some more talk about fall and, and beer, right? Yes. Yes. All right. Stay tuned. See Great. you soon. We are back, gentlemen, 
We know it's October, and that means two things. It's spooky out! And postseason baseball! That's what I was going to say, postseason baseball and pumpkin beers. Because oh. the drunken pumpkin is, uh. the, is the theme of the show today. So. Oh, I guess I was wrong! Ooh, the Minnesota Twins! <laughs> <laughs> so we got baseball, we got pumpkin beers, and we got the three of us talking about both. But let's let's sidebar on the on the baseball for a second. Sidebar and get back to uh, sidebar. No sideline. <laughs> sideline the baseball talk. Wouldn't that be well, a foul that's line? Football, yeah. You'd yes. want the foul line. So let's foul line the baseball talk. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. We'll do something with the baseball talk. Let's just stop talking about it and get back <laughs> into the beer because that's the most important thing we could talk about because we have another <laughs> drunken pumpkin beer here. You really are a try. Pirates fan, aren't you? Let's not talk about baseball. <laughs> Let's talk about beer instead. I'm a, I'm a beer fan, not a Pirates fan. Yes. What are we drinking next, Esteban? Our next spooky beer. Minnesota Twins. No, it's not the Minnesota Twins. It's coming from New Belgium. It is the Voodoo Ranger special release, Atomic Pumpkin. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Brewed by the Colorado Rockies. No, no, they no. They were also in the postseason. They are. It's Rocktober. Rocktober. Mm. But the Voodoo Ranger Atomic Pumpkin is a pumpkin ale featuring cinnamon, pumpkin, of course, and something a little bit different, which is going to give it the atomicness, habanero chili peppers. Ooh. Mm. Yes. All right. I can dig it. Uh, it's coming in at 6.4% on the ABV Whoa, scale. Oh, watch out. That's a whole percent higher than that pumpkin bread. I know. Yeah. It's got an IBU of 10. Yeah. So Adam's going to be happy. I am going to be happy. <laughs> and it uh, was brewed with nugget hops. Well, who doesn't love a good nugget hop? Communists. Probably. That was easy. All right, next question. <laughs> what else you got? <laughs> Mother lager. Um, no, no, don't you mention that on this show again. Why? It was so good. You know, I was in the beer distributor the other day, and I actually saw an entire case of the Mother Lager. And I thought to myself, I'm like, imagine if you have never had that beer, and you're like, ah, screw it. I'm just going to buy a case of it. It's on sale, or it's only, you know, 30 bucks. Eh, we'll just go for it. And then you get home, and you have that first sip of Mother Lager. And you know, not only do you have the rest of that bottle, but you have the rest of that case <laughs> No, no, no. Drink. You don't. All your friends do. All your friends. Yeah, that's true. You got to try this beer. All it's, your house guests. Yeah. I won't even say anything. You just got to try it. <laughs> Oh, you opened it. You got to finish it. Guess what's going over somebody's house for a party? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, very true. Very true. All right. But back to a beer that doesn't eat butt. Wow, this atomic uh, pumpkin is really clear. Very, yeah. very light. Uh, the head is existent. It looks uh, orange. Yeah. It's just orange. It's just like orange juice, but it's clear. That doesn't look like orange juice. I'm, it looks more like apple juice. No, no, I mean, it's orange colored juice. Like, this oh. is like juicy juice version of orange correct <laughs> like if you just took nyquil and put it in a glass dayquil whatever i'm just saying no, one's dark dayquil. and one isn't <laughs> but yeah th yeah this is dayquil orange. dayquil yeah yeah enemy of the nyquil <laughs> <laughs> champion of the puns it smells fantastic it really does i like the, i like this nose a little better than the uh o'fallon as do I. It's kind of got that pie crust smell to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one's definitely leaning more into the pumpkin pie than the yeah. ginger snap. I don't know. I'm not getting. I'm not getting any type of pie or crust or anything. I'm no? getting a real funky did, flavor out of this. Did you clean your glass? 
Yeah, I cleaned it. I rinsed it out with water and then drank the water. Did you clean your nose? Ah. <laughs> you got boogers? Clear as day. You smell them Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> ah, boogies. I'm smelling. Yeah, boogies. <laughs> I'm smelling something. It just isn't what you guys are smelling. He's Did you put on man. <laughs> Did you put on deodorant? Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 Yeah, sure. Totally. I'm drinking this. Sure. Huh. Well, hmm. let's see. Huh. I'm going to formulate my thoughts and make an assessment oh, on this. There it is. <laughs> I'm getting a slight hint of pumpkin up front, but then it dissipates rather quickly. Then the, then the, probably the middle portion of this drink, I'm getting nothing. And then on the back, it's leaving a nice spicy flavor in my throat that really sneaks up on you towards the end. It kind of builds. Yeah. It, I definitely would agree with that creep at the back. Mm -hmm. And I'm also... <laughs> Isn't that usually most days at the bar? <laughs> I agree with that guy in the back. That creep in the back, he knows what he's talking about. Steve's in a one-screen movie theater and he's back there watching indie films. <laughs> you're back here again? I'm back here all the time. I never left. You just, you just don't know that. It's the Phantom of the Theater. I hang out at the Hollywood, <laughs> drinking my craft beers and watching the bad movies. <laughs> bad so, movies? Hold on a second. The Hollywood has fantastic they movies. Do. They do. So I, I gotta say that I'm a little disappointed in this beer. Okay. I was expecting a little more pepper. Out okay. Of it. it, it, I can find it. Right. But it is not. It's not really there. It's kind of fighting to get out, but it's not succeeding. Well, again, this one's a little cold, so maybe we just leave it for a bit. Okay, all right. I'm, uh, I'm willing to do that. I think maybe, though, I can say easily it's a little bit more spicy than that chocolate habanero we had from Flying Dog. Well, that, that was non-existent. I'm just yeah, saying. That, right. I'm just saying you're, you're, you're saying it's hard to find, but it, I'm yeah. saying this. Uh, I just want to give a little reference. A good that point. This is, a very good point. Yeah, this is a little spicier than that. It, there, it, it's there. Right. Right. It's there, at least. It's still not a habanero sculpin, though. No, it is not. No, oh, it is. God, no. Not yeah. even anywhere close. No, no. So, yeah, frame of reference. Yeah. <laughs> Hotter than, but not as hot. <laughs> Are we playing hot or not with beers right now? Yes. Okay, all right. I just dated myself a whole lot. <laughs> Early Tinder. <laughs> that was proto-Tinder. <laughs> that was like, that was proto-Facebook, literally. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Back in my day, back in my day, we had to look at the robots and <laughs> rate them eight or nine or ten. And then we got to see another picture of a robot. Uphill both ways in the snow, <laughs> barefoot. We had 56K modems and had to download really slow. We knew what AOL was. Do you know how long it took to see a boob? <laughs> Don't you mean a boob? No. Oh, all right. <laughs> Ghost titties. <laughs> Gross. So, uh, while we continue to sip on this beer and let it warm up and see if we can find a little bit more to enjoy about it, I think we could look into the idea of what else can pumpkin go into. Pumpkins can go in anything if you believe in yourself. Well, that's true. Yeah, and if, you, if you push hard enough, you can jam them in everything. You just need the, you just need the power. You need the power and the belief. Uh, I guess maybe I should have been a little more clear that... What could we cook pumpkins ah. into? <laughs> I think the answer is also anything. Okay, well, maybe I mean, we if should... If you've been to a grocery store in the month of yeah. October, you know it's anything. <laughs> Let's see. Oreos, coffee, oh, pumpkin shit, dude, roll. They have pumpkin Cheerios now? Pumpkin Cheerio. Oh, God. Yeah. There's every, everything you can imagine. So pumpkin apparently there is, there is a pumpkin spice spray 
that you can just pumpkin spice literally anything that you want to. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I believe it. Did you pumpkin spice your cat? Yeah. Yeah. If you really wanted to. Nice. You can spray whatever you want with that pumpkin that spice. <laughs> <laughs> Including your cat. Well, okay, maybe we have a couple recipes then that we could share. Yes. That aren't necessarily store-bought trash. Also correct. Okay. Now, hold on a second here. What? Have you had Trader Joe's pumpkin Pop-Tarts? No. No, I'm not that white. Oh, man. That is anything but store-bought trash. Those things are delicious. So good. Huh. Better than the Kellogg's Pop-Tarts. Well, that's setting the bar pretty low. Well, yeah, because you have to remember, we're in our 30s. Don't eat Pop-Tarts. Yeah. Pop-Tarts are bad for you. (laughs) (laughs) Not the Trader Joe's ones. They're organic. BPA-free, no GMOs, no chemicals. Really good. No, there's you. definitely chemicals in it. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it doesn't exist. That's that, more of that damn nerd talk. <laughs> Everything's made of molecules. Dino DNA. All right, let's get away from that and let's get back into the pumpkins. Yeah, stop antagonizing me with your nerdness <laughs> and give us a recipe. <laughs> I got I got more if you want it. So I am going to start No moss, off. no moss, <laughs> no moss. So I will start the day off. Mm-hmm. Uh, bright and early. Okay. It's time for breakfast. Okay, what's for breakfast, Adam? We are making pumpkin pancakes. Hooray! You guys sound so excited. I'm about it. So, uh, I, actually this is a very simple recipe. Regular pancakes. Yes. Uh, but in, as part of the batter, you can do the ready-made, you can do the Bisquick style, you can do the old-fashioned from scratch. Uh, but as part of the recipe, you also need to include pumpkin pie filling. Okay. So add that in. Uh, obviously more to taste. I don't know how big of a batch you want to make. Right. I can't tell you that. Uh, but that is just a nice little kick. Throw that in. Make your pumpkin pancakes. And then to top it off, Two things you need to put on there to really take it over the edge. Uh-huh. Number one, apple butter. Yes. Apple butter is... It's fantastic. Covered. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, number two, uh, you need to put the brown sugar cinnamon butter that you would find at a Texas Roadhouse. So you just steal Texas Roadhouse butter? <laughs> all of it. Just okay. all of it. Okay. Walk right past the cash register. Walk past all the steaks. Just go into the kitchen. Get a big old vat of that butter and walk right back at it. They I need this. They, they don't They'll care. Make more. They'll make more. Yeah. They know how. They, they make got it the every recipe. Day. It's fine. They have unlimited supply yes. of their butter there. Yes. So a nice, uh, I believe it is usually a whipped butter mm-hmm. as well. So a nice whipped uh, brown sugar cinnamon butter. The apple butter on top. Ooh, baby. That sounds pretty good. It sounds really good. And you know what we're drinking with it? What's that? Beer. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You yeah. Could, I mean, you could really incorporate beer into the batter. You really could. Because uh, I know I've made beer pancakes before, so. <laughs> Successfully? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've done Guinness cakes. Mm. So, I don't, I, I, Guinness is a little bit different, because obviously you'd be wanting to use a, a pumpkin beer here. Right. I don't want to do that. I'm just saying, I've, I've made it with Guinness cakes. I'm assuming you can fold in. You could. I would Put in a warlock, a pu- nice pumpkin stout. Yeah, I would say. Well, okay, well, you kind of stole my thunder a little bit, because that's what I was going to have off to the side. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, there was another offering that I was going to put there. However, uh, that's going to ruin the reveal for segment three. What? Just hold on for segment three. Okay. And you'll know. Okie dokie. <laughs> I'll hit the I believe button. That's all you need to do. Yes. All right. So that sounds like a pretty good breakfast. And I'm about that. I've got a lunch recipe, though. What is your Lunch recipe. A pumpkin soup. Oh, what's in that? A zopa. Uh, pumpkin. So, 
Pumpkin, yes. Uh, so this is a pretty uh, simple recipe in itself. All you need is uh, five cups of chicken stock and like a cup of pumpkin beer, four cups of pumpkin puree, and then uh, a little bit of seasoning here and there. We'll put we'll put all these recipes up. I, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, I don't want to bog the show down. Right, right. The breakdown. You know, but you, you have your seasonings and then a uh, half cup of heavy cream. And all you got to do is heat everything but the cream up to a boil. Mm-hmm. Then let it simmer for 30 minutes. Take it all out the pot. Puree it in a blender. So, like, because there's onions in there, so you want to chop those down a little finer. Yeah. Get everything into a nice puree. Put it back into the pot. Boil it again. And simmer it again for another 30 minutes. And while it simmers the second time, that's when you mix in your heavy cream. Aha. Mm. Okay. You pull it, pull it out. Serve it. And then you can make a little uh, grilled cheese off to the side. I'm thinking maybe, like, a... Like a mascarpone or a uh, mascarpone, mortadelle, provolone, a little bit, or some brie. So like a nice soft white cheese. Yeah. And you can dip that into your pumpkin puree soup. Ooh, uh, baby. That sounds Pull good. Pull some pumpkin guts out that pumpkin right in the middle of the grilled cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Lather that bastard up with <laughs> nice good You're old pumpkin guts. You're making it bad now. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> What do you think we're having for dinner? I'm cutting the top off a pumpkin, and we're just eating with a spoon. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is you can have that, and I'll have Domino's. Yes. Domino's. And then he'll throw pumpkin guts on your Domino's. And I will throw it at his face. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I think pumpkin guts would only enhance the taste of Domino's. I would much rather have Domino's than the inside of a pumpkin. God. I will put that on on record right now. I'm so spoiled living in the South Hills, I would never even think of Domino's. That doesn't even exist. They are dead to me. Unless I'm really hungry and drunk on the South Side one night and it's the only place open. Even they got then, those $5 even pizzas. Even then, you should be able to find, like, Pizza Sola before that. Yeah, but the, the Domino's down on the South Side, nowadays, they just have hot and ready's out there. They do. You can get them for, like, five or six bucks. So you don't even have to leave your car. There's guys out mm. there handing pizzas out. Mm. Just lean out the... For nominal wind, fees. Just lean out the Uber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come here. Come here. I need that real quick. Mm. Although I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I'm 32 now. I'm not down on the south side at <laughs> 2 in the morning looking for pizza. I'm usually in bed. <laughs> old habits. Old habits. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably the last time you had Domino's. <laughs> you know, honestly, it was. I mean, I don't even think there's a Domino's in the South Hills. Anyhow, I'm getting distracted here. Pumpkin pizza. That's the topic of conversation, I believe. Is that, is that what we're having for dinner? Uh, yeah, I haven't eaten yet, so I, oh, yeah, I'd eat some pumpkin pizza. We're, we're <laughs> asking what your recipe is, man. We no. had breakfast. We're we, up to you. We're up to you. We had breakfast. We had a very nice lunch. So, And now it's time to tie it all together with a nice, hearty pumpkin dinner. What are we having? Well, it's dinner, and it's October, so that only means one thing. It's time... Minnesota Twins! (laughs) No, not the Minnesota Twins. It means it's time to carbo-load. 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 Like carbo-load, but the boo because it's a ghost because it's October. No, no, keep going. Adam looks confused. (laughs) No, no, keep going. I have to stop my thought process here to explain my jokes, which I thought they were pretty clear. That's what makes them funnier when you explain them. (laughs) (laughs) We are carbo-loading. All right, so here's what we're going to do. This is going to be a pretty simple dinner, but it's going to be absolutely delicious and absolutely terrible for you. (laughs) This is a recipe I just made up one day, and I've made it many times since, and it's it's really damn good. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to get a – we're going to do baked – uh, pumpkin ziti is what we're going to have, right? Mm. So you're going to take a pound of ziti. You're going to cook it. 
and just cook it the normal way you would in a pot. Cook it for the minimum recommended cooking time. So that way it's still a little hard because you're going to have to bake it afterwards and you don't want the ziti to be too soggy. Nobody okay. wants soggy ziti. Nobody wants soggy ziti. So what you're going to do is, once you cook all that ziti up, here's what you're going to put on. You're going to put a layer of ziti. You're going to take a big baking pan and put a layer of ziti all across the bottom. Okay. All right. Then you're going to take some pumpkin sauce. Now, what I prefer is I go to the Giant Eagle Market District and buy some of their big cans of pumpkin sauce. But if you don't buy, not buy a Giant Eagle, I'm sure other grocers also have pumpkin uh, pasta sauce. I'm sure that's something that Trader purchase. Joe's has. Trader Joe's would have it. Whole Foods would have Organic it. Organic GMO, whatever, whatever, BPA whatever. free. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they all have the BPA-free cans. At, no uh, seals Trader were fingered. Joe's. No, no seals were harmed in the making of this pasta <laughs> oh, maybe sauce. they liked it. We don't know. <laughs> They'd like this baked pumpkin ziti. So anyhow, we're going to take a, a layer of sauce and we're going to cover the ziti, all right? And then we're going to get the big round slices of uh, provolone cheese. Mm. And we are just going to layer that right on top of the sauce. Now, at this point, your pan might be one third to one half full. Right. Okay. So we take another layer of ziti and we put that on top of the cheese. Another layer of pumpkin sauce, another layer of mozzarella. Provolone? Or excuse me, the provolone. Yeah, provolone. The big provolone slices, because you can usually get uh, 10 to 12 in a pack, so you want to make sure that you use them all. This requires a pound of pasta, uh, a pack of provolone cheese, and two jars of pumpkin sauce, and about a half a bag of mozzarella cheese. Mozzarella. So for the third layer, layer we do it again. We put the, another layer of ziti down, we put another layer of pumpkin sauce, and then we take uh, some mozzarella cheese and we sprinkle that all over the top. Put a little salt and pepper on there and you know you're, you're good to go put it in the oven bake it at 350 for 45 minutes and you are going to have a real treat when it comes out you know once again we're talking about a triple layer baked ziti uh, with pumpkin sauce and a boatload of cheese so yeah that sounds like a coma <laughs> uh, it is yeah uh, i don't know it's just one day i was at home this was years ago and i decided that that's what i wanted to eat for dinner so i made it let me tell you you'll have a lot of leftovers especially if you're eating Sounds by like yourself it. so you'll have lunches <laughs> the next day dinner the next day breakfast the next day so you know it's real real bad for you there's a lot of uh, a lot of calories in that pumpkin sauce and you're a lot of carbs and pasta but Did hey it help you out with your winter high brew nation <laughs> But yeah, it's really good. So we'll uh, we'll put that recipe up along with the other two at uh, you know at some point during this week. So if you well, want to give them a shot, yeah, put them on the social medias. So if you want to give them a shot, you can you can certainly try that yourself. I believe that we have ourselves a fine pumpkin eating day. Yes. And we should in the fall. Like, I, you know, sometimes everybody, you hear from people, your friends on, on social media, that everybody is overloaded with pumpkin. And I disagree. This is the time to eat pumpkin. Drink pumpkin coffee. Drink pumpkin beer. Now's the time to do it. Because once you get closer to Thanksgiving, I don't know, you're, you're, you're starting to wind down and get into those winter spice beers. It's but time for cranberry it, sauce. Exactly. <laughs> it is fall right now, damn it. And it is time for pumpkin. And we should just embrace it and enjoy it and love it. You know what I would like for a Thanksgiving time beer? What's that? A cranberry stout. I don't think I've had one. Be the change you want to see. Yeah. That's just thought. Just Be the change. Put it in my brain. Okay. Southern Tier makes a Probably. wonderful imperial cranberry goza. They do. They and do. It is gosh darn tasty. I'd like to try cranberry stout though. We've we so we've gone through our three three recipes mm -hmm. and uh, we had our three meals. Right. Uh, we're drinking three beers. We are. Which could be paired with those meals. Yes. So yeah. let's get back to the one we're drinking this segment and yes. see what we thought about it. Uh, we, again, we're drinking the Voodoo Ranger Atomic Pumpkin from New Belgium. It's a pumpkin ale with habanero spice in it. Yes. And New Belgium is out of the beautiful Fort Collins, Colorado. Oh, yes. 
the Napa Valley of beers, yes. yeah. for those that are not aware. And as we learned last episode, they're the biggest craft brewery in Colorado. That is correct. Yes. So that's that's spooky to think that. Spooky. Ooh, Minnesota Twins. <laughs> <laughs> what everybody think? I enjoyed it. Uh, I liked it as a pumpkin beer. I didn't like it as a chili beer. Okay. Uh, but I was able to find a little bit of that spiciness as it warmed up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's definitely not a habanero sculpin, but it's definitely not uh, like what we have had in the past where they claimed it was chili. There was no chili. Right. Yeah. I'm looking at you, flying dog. <laughs> Overall, I enjoyed this beer. I would definitely have one or two bottles. I might even be tempted by a six-pack of it. Yeah. I'm going to agree with you on that, Adam. Uh, <laughs> it, it definitely works well as a, a pumpkin beer. And I don't necessarily want to classify it as a chili beer. I wouldn't either. I just, I, I, But I do appreciate the fact that it's something completely new. It is, find, it is know, different. It's, it's not an imperial stout. It's not a coffee. It's not, you know, it's something completely out of the... the uh, different realm mm-hmm. i do appreciate the fact that the spiciness is present and it gives you that little bit of kick and it's it's a more of a, a spice warming this is definitely something that you could have on a cold october so kind of a campfire beer yeah campfire beer or if you are got to take your kids around trick-or-treating <laughs> <laughs> you could probably paper bag this one and brave the cold <laughs> i can see that yeah i can see that yeah 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 maybe Sam, what were your thoughts on the Voodoo Ranger Special Edition Atomic Pumpkin? So, I certainly appreciate the style. I'll say that the mix of chilies, uh, or excuse me, habanero peppers in beer, in a pumpkin beer, is something that I have yet to see yet. This is the first spiced pumpkin beer that I've had spiced with peppers. And, you know, overall, it was, it was okay. Once it warmed up, I, I was able to get some more of the pumpkin flavor. I actually got a little bit more of the pepper flavor in the back. So all around, uh, the warmth of the beer created a bolder flavor, which I enjoyed. And I, I really like what New Belgium is doing with this Voodoo series. You know, primarily it's IPAs, which, which is right in my wheelhouse. But now with their Voodoo series, they're taking a little detour and doing this spiced uh, pumpkin beer for the fall. And I, I really like that. And I'm... I've, I've enjoyed their voodoo beers. Some of them I've, I've preferred uh, more than others. And, you know, some of the IPAs I like more than this pumpkin. But, yeah, it's creative. And I think that it's it's neat that they're tying a seasonal beer into that series that, they're, that they've been working with for the past year. So I'm excited to see what they put out around the holidays, see if we'll get another voodoo beer uh, to try around Christmas time, maybe a, a Christmas ale of some sort. Maybe they'll throw some peppers in there. Maybe they'll throw something completely different. Spicy eggnog. Yes, eggnog, <laughs> cam- chamomile tea maybe, something to sip on by the fire. I don't know. We'll see. I think uh, I just saw that Dark Horse put out a chamomile tea. Oh, did they? Beer, yeah. Hmm. It was like apricot and chamomile tea and something else. That sounds dark. Really soothing. Yeah, but it had the. It was called uh, Scary Jesus Rockstar. What? I don't know, man. What? <laughs> That's an interesting name. Yeah. So, they but, have weird names for their beer, but yeah. But that 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 was their intro to that, and that's what I saw. Right on. Cool. Well, I guess that's that's Drunken Pumpkin number two, the Voodoo Ranger special release Atomic Pumpkin from New Belgium. So we'll finish these up, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll be back. We got one more beer, and I think we're going to talk about something that we haven't talked about in quite some, some time, and that is the wonderful world of cinema. So Movies! <laughs> Minnesota Twins! Oh! Break! <laughs> 
Pop Nation USA, we are back and looking more bootiful than ever. Bootiful. <laughs> beautiful or bootiful. Yeah, no, it's got to be bootiful because if you say beautiful, that just sounds like that. That sounds like that song. Beautiful. You know, the Christina Aguilera song. Oh, from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, see, now you make that sound effect, and now I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> we have one more beer here. We, we do. do. It looks like a good one. It is. So, Adam, why don't you introduce this uh, to all the curious fans out there? So, this was the beer that I originally wanted to pair with my breakfast, but obviously I didn't want to ruin the surprise, so I had to go with something else. This one uh, comes from the spectacular brewery of Southern Tier. The Southern Tier Brewing Company. And this is their limited release, their Cold Press Coffee Pumpkin. Hey, Pumpkin. Yes. All hail the king. So this clocks in at a very nice 8.6% ABV. Big Whoa, pop. that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's too big. <laughs> scary high ABV. No. Ooh. no, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. So this is very similar to what you would see with the classic pumpkin, or pumpkin classic, as mm -hmm. it were. 8.6% uh, ABV, 30 IBUs. And we had to drink this actually pretty quick because the recommended temperature for drinking this is between 35 and 40 degrees. Hmm. So I'm going to crack this open real quick so we can get to it. Keep it chilly. Yeah. 35 and 40 degrees. That's really cold. Yeah. Yes, it is. Why did that? Why in the world would they want you to drink that so cold? Because it's cold press. It's right in the name, man. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, every coffee beer I've had, you want to wait a little bit yeah. and let it warm up. Otherwise, it's going to mask the coffee flavor. Yeah, most coffee beers I've had, you, you let it warm up. Hey, man, I'm just telling you what they're telling me. I hope they're not lying to you and everybody else. Well, if they're they're lying to me, then they are lying to America. Mm. And perhaps a couple of Canadians that got lost. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> uh, because they are in. Our pumpkin is too cold. We got to go back to Ontario. <laughs> no, that's not where they're from. Uh, they're actually out of Lakewood, New York. Uh, well, no, I was talking about the Canadians. Yeah, I know. But if yeah, they the get... Canadians, they've come down for Toronto. Bunch the, of hosers. They came, yeah. Take came, off. They came to Lakewood. Off. Now they got to go home. So, yes, uh, beautiful Lakewood, New York. That is actually part of the southern tier of New York. That's actually where the name comes from. That is the region. It's called the Southern Tier. Also known as Pennsylvania's hat, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's a good, good way to put that. Yeah. So this comes out of the bottle. I would say a very similar color to what we had with the Atomic Pumpkin. Yeah, it's a little bit lighter, but just I, as clear. Yeah. Uh, head retention is minimal. Mm -hmm. There's that nice little white ring. That's about it. Yep. Smells phenomenal. This does smell absolutely phenomenal. You can smell the pumpkin, you can smell the coffee, and yeah. you're getting a lot of it right yeah. up your nostrils. You get both with a punch in the nose. Both of them. Both them. That is a tr that that smell is unbelievable. I just want to keep smelling it. This is a beer that I, I need to sniff a few more times before I even take a sip because it's that good. So you're saying you need a snifter? Ah. Ah. It, I have a snifter. You do. I'm drinking out of a snifter. Yeah, it's nice because it doesn't smell like uh, like a garbage Starbucks latte. Right. It smells like, like coffee. Actual coffee. Yeah, yes. coffee and pumpkin. Mm -hmm. Well, a little less jaw-jacking. Let's drink this thing. Hot damn. This is Fan. my jam. Fan. 
chilling with my fam. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Drinking this can. It's really not a can. It's coming from a, a bottle. bottle. <laughs> they have not started canning pumpkin in any way. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be that'd be cool. Yeah. That would be. I'd I'd really like that. Me too. Yeah, tall boys at pumpkin. Yeah. yeah boy. One of the twenty-four <laughs> ounces. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can get a hey, crowler. Yeah, you can get could. Crowler. Well, remember when they first came out with the pumpkin? That one only came out in bombers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's not that far off. Yeah. No, it isn't. And that's when you had to make life decisions once you were done with the first one. <laughs> mm -hmm. Do you start into the second one? Yeah. That's, mm. Can you finish two before it gets too warm? <laughs> that is the crossroads. Yeah. What kind of night am I gonna have? <laughs> This beer is fantastic. Yes. It, it tastes, it's the perfect blend of coffee and pumpkin. And I've had a number of pumpkin coffee beers at this point because they're, they're starting to get uh, a little bit more popular. You're starting to see a lot of breweries do variations on the pumpkin beer. But this is, this, this, is one, this one was released last year, I believe, for the first time. And I right. had it last mm -hmm. year and I haven't revisited it since. But I'm really glad that we're having this on the show right now because it is just – it's a perfect blend. It, it tastes like – it does taste like one of those those pumpkin lattes, but not the shitty Starbucks one. Right. Like the, <laughs> like the nice th – this tastes more like a Dunkin' Donuts coffee with yeah. that flavored pumpkin syrup that they put in there and not necessarily a latte. This is just right perfect blend of flavor. So Get the coffee and pumpkin in every sip. I am fairly certain that every year the pumpkin recipe is adjusted. It's tweaked. It's – revised a little bit mm -hmm. and i'm fairly certain that this pumpkin uh works really really well with the cold pressed coffee and honestly i think it's better than what it was last year uh, i'd probably have to do a side-by-side -side comparison yeah. to make an accurate description I, I don't i don't remember enough about it, it last year it's hard to say because i mean we only had it the one time down at the southern tier tap room you yeah did. that's the only well, time i did I had <laughs> you had, you actually got it a couple times right. but i mean that's the only place that we could get it at correct correct it wasn't in bottles, but now they just skipped straight to 12 ounces. <laughs> and I'm okay with that because I don't like making those decisions anymore. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I really am a big fan of this, though. I, from my shit memory, <laughs> I can say that it definitely tastes a little uh, creamier, a little yes. more full than what I remember from last year. So I am in, I am enjoying it a whole lot. There's only maybe two pumpkin coffee beers I can think that would rival this at the moment. The Poncacino. That's one. <laughs> and two is a beer that we had at the Brewing Up a Cure last year was the, the, the white. Uh, oh, yeah. The white, yeah, the white coffee bean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I almost forgot about that beer. But that's not even in commercial production like nobody's ever gonna have that again so no but that was damn good <laughs> yeah that, that can just exist in the in the ether of our memory <laughs> uh, and i'm okay with that yeah but uh, those are the only two i can think of yeah this is this is a you know what this is a bomb ass beer mm -hmm. it is and drinking this beer it makes me want to go back to southern tier brewery not that I, I i've been there a handful of times now and it's it's phenomenal every time but i tell you what i want to go back on a sunday night uh, for dinner, because Janie and I did that one week, and it was like the best thing in the world. There was pretty much nobody down there. We were able to sit down, have a nice meal. It wasn't claustrophobic. They had all the beers, just like they normally would. Because mm -hmm. you guys know, you go down there on a Friday or Saturday night, it's Nightmare. literally like, <laughs> you know, getting shoved into a chicken coop with yeah. your buddies. And, uh, you know, you're just kind of jammed in there, and, you know, they're forcing you to do things that you don't want to do. Like, you know, with the chickens. <laughs> what? Like, oh, the chickens what are the hell kind of Friday to, night did to, you go to? They're forced to lay eggs. You know, you're, you're forced to uh, maybe 
you know, have to bump up to, on somebody that you don't want to bump up on. I don't know. I'm so, ass to long ass. story short, it's packed as hell in there. <laughs> Going nut your butt. <laughs> that was probably not the best example, the way that I phrased that. But look, no, not at all. You get the you get the point. You know, it's like so did that other guy. Nah. <laughs> Everybody did. So I don't know. Drinking this beer makes me want to go back there because I just their beers are so good. I love Southern Tier. They're so fantastic. They are. Again, because we have that nice tap room, they do have things on tap that you can't get anywhere else. Right. That they don't have in bottles yet. Right. So. And they do that uh, Brewed for Pittsburgh series of beers where they, they brew beer right from the brewery there, and it, it goes tank to tap. Right, right, right. So they're literally tapping it right out of the tanks, which is really cool. And I've, I've tried some of those. I haven't had them all, but I've tried some of them, and they're, they are damn good. They did an unfiltered IPA. Which was second to none. Adam would hate it. Was that but the freshie? Sam loved it. <laughs> was that the freshie? No, uh, no, okay. it wasn't the freshie. It was literally just called Pittsburgh Brewed Number Two. Gotcha. Unfiltered <laughs> IPA. Yeah, number two sounds about right. Yeah, because the first one was the Gold Nail. Unfiltered IPA was number two. No poo. Poo. Well, maybe we can divert a little bit and stop by, you know. Given the old J.O. session for the, <laughs> for the pumpkin and Southern Tier. Obviously, we like it, and we love them, and all, all that they offer. So, let us continue on. Uh, but I figure maybe we could revisit something that we uh, got into over the summer. We did a little summer movie prediction as to how well those would go. So, how did they go? Well, I think we're all old and out of touch. <laughs> I guess so, because I, I, I know I track some of these movies during the summer, and my... My um, my opinions and my estimations for what they would gross is, was grossly off. <laughs> yeah, your, your, ta- your tastes were probably the worst of all three of us. <laughs> uh, you said that Pirates would do really well and that Wonder Woman wouldn't, and those were both wrong. <laughs> well, now, to my credit, though, Pirates did make a boatload of money It overseas. did make a boatload. <laughs> a boatload. Uh, uh-huh. It was close to, I think, $800 million yeah. globally. Wonder Woman, I said, would bomb. Clearly did not. Clearly did not. No. I thought Atomic Blonde would do really well. It did not. It did not. <laughs> but the one thing we can all agree on, the Emoji Movie. Uh, we all thought that would do bad, yeah. and then uh, we're all wrong. We're all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Ended up, like, tripling its budget worldwide. It did, I think, close to, almost up to, upwards of, like, $200 million or something. Yeah. Crazy amount something for a movie stupid. about emoticons. Uh, for a two-hour commercial. <laughs> right. For <Yeah>. apps. <laughs> I blame T.J. Miller. Uh, yeah, I blame him, too. I yeah. blame... Uh, Patrick Stewart for not having the uh, the wherewithal or the, the heart to just stand up and say no. But when you got truckloads of money being backed up to your house... Hey, yeah, if Sony wants to pay you money for their shitty movie, that hey, actually makes money. Yeah, Whatever. Go right ahead. Whatever. So, with all that said, I figured maybe we could double down. <laughs> yeah, we need to. <laughs> and, and run through the horror movies of October! Woo! We'll see how well these would do! Minnesota Twins! No! Now, we all know that October is a very spooky month in terms of, of movies that are coming out. And, That's right. You know, your, your local cinema likes to release the horror movies and yeah, we're gonna, we're the gonna, shitty the horror movies that usually come with it. We're, we're going to go straight. Well, I mean, I think they're all shitty. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we're going to just jump right into that. We're going to skip the good movies, which would be Blade Runner and there's another one. Oh, uh, Suburbicon, uh, directed by George Clooney, starring Matt Damon. I think that actually okay. comes out in the beginning of November. Uh, I thought I think it's the last weekend of October, uh, but willing, I could be wrong. I'm it willing could, to round down. Yeah, it might, fair enough. It might have moved, but let's just stick to the horror movies. Yes. And we're going to start right off in October 13th yeah. with ha- Happy Death Day. 
Have either of you seen the trailer or anything about this? Nah, I, this I is... remember hearing about this a while ago, but I I can't even recall if I saw the trailer. What what the hell is this movie about? Okay, so Happy Death Day is basically Groundhog Day, but it's the twist is the girl keeps dying every day. So this girl wakes up on her birthday, uh-huh. and by the end of her birthday, she's killed. And then after she's killed by this mass murderer, she wakes up again on, on her birthday. That sounds awful. And then she gets killed by the mass murderer again? Again and again, and her whole deal is she has to figure out who's trying to kill her. And to kill them, maybe, so this whole thing stops? Could be, yeah. Huh. Huh. Yeah. And from the trailer, it looks like it's stealing the Groundhog Day. Uh, you know how he woke up to the Pennsylvania polka? Yeah. This appears to be that she's waking up to 50 cents. It's your birthday. <laughs> so so oh, really? be prepared uh, to hear that. Okay. All right. I, I have heard the trailer in YouTube while yeah. I'm trying to get to my actual video, and right. I'm not paying attention to it. That <laughs> skip. Would, skip. Yeah. That's explain, that explains why I'm, I'm hearing 50 cents yeah. uh, in the club. Right. Yo, yeah, shorty, it's your birthday. Right. We're going to party like it's your birthday. Yeah, so be prepared to hear it's that party over and like over. It's your he's birthday. not done yet. I know he's not. We're <laughs> just going to power through this. Shit if it's your birthday. We just keep going. Just ignore just him. Go away. We just got to keep through. going. So, what do you think would be... Do you think this is going to be a success? <laughs> I, I will admit, I think it... I'll give it the fact that I think it's a little unique in the fact that it's going to have a high body count, but it's going to be the same body over and over again. Right. I think that's interesting. And, two, I'll give it the fact that it's not one of these garbage-ass ghost movies that is just full of jump scares and has, right. like, no gore or nothing in it. Right. I'll I, give it those... Annabelle 2! <laughs> <laughs> that was a doll, I guess. Not yes, really it was. Ghost. Well, it's it was a dog... <laughs> Yeah, it's the same unscary garbage. <laughs> I I think that might be one of those movies where it'll be pretty terrible in the theaters. Uh-huh. Uh but it, if the premise goes anywhere near, you know, solid and they they actually carry through in the premise, that might become like a cult classic. It might. I think it I think it all hinges on how it ends. Yeah, yeah I was going to say like normally if you think about a movie like this, you can almost predict how it would end if it's, you know, some basic bitch horror script. <laughs> right. That you can see the ending coming from a mile away. But maybe maybe it's got, you know, a little more of an indie feel to it and it's going to have some twists and turns that you wouldn't expect and you know the ending could be something really cool. So, I don't know, it might it sounds stupid as hell, but maybe yeah. it's all right. I don't know. <laughs> but in all honesty, so does Groundhog Day. Right. Yeah. But that's true. an awesome and movie. That's a great movie. Day right. is amazing. What, what I like to your point earlier, what I what I like about this is it's not one of those paranormal movies yeah. where, yeah. just like you said, it's not the conjuring. It's not paranormal activity where everybody's living in a freaking haunted house these days. At least, yeah. at least there's <laughs> you know some some action, some, the blanket some violence, is moving. some. Where, where you know, nothing happens count. for 45 minutes. Right, <laughs> right exactly. <laughs> yeah, at least it seems like every she, she's going to go out and get killed every day. So you're kind of guaranteed that. You're probably guaranteed a montage. Going to do a montage. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you probably get a montage that way. It, it might be a little bit fun. The trailer is obnoxious with the 50 cent. Right. Note. Well, they're trying, they're, they're trying to hook you in. Like, oh, I remember this song. Why I remember this song. Yeah. Oh, it's about her Nostalgia. Birthday. I yeah. get it. That, so, how sad is that 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 is now a song that is tied with nostalgia? Ugh. It's, what, 15 years old now? Getting close. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> Approaching. 
Uh, so, 50 Cent is a mogul. Gotta give him credit <laughs> where credit's due. He, he makes it stick. <laughs> I hope it's like Edge of Tomorrow. I really liked Edge of Tomorrow. I thought that was a yeah. fantastic movie. That's a, that is a good movie. That's and a that good was kind example. of the same. Yeah. I mean, it was science fiction, but it was right. kind of the same type of thing. Yeah, that's a good example. The same and, day over and over. And I'll admit, the trailers of that didn't make it look good either. No, it didn't, but man, was that a great film. Yeah, that, that came out really funny and really action-packed, and that was that was a good film. So I'm hoping maybe this would kind of follow suit with that. So what else you got? So we're, oh yeah, are we making a prediction on that? Should we, oh, yeah, no. I we already I mean, did. We already kind of did. We said it was... It, oh, we're not picking, it, like, a gross or anything? Oh, no. 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 It's on, on these movies? <laughs> yeah. This is the graveyard. Pun yeah. completely yeah. intended. <laughs> this is fuck you, it's October. <laughs> Of course, this entire summer was pretty much a graveyard. Yeah, not yeah, not much. Time. Take out, take out Wonder Woman, Guardians of the Galaxy too. That was really good. Yeah, and Eight Fast, Eight Furious. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> oh man, that was best movie of the summer, best movie of the year, best movie probably ever that All was the ever Oscars. made. All the Oscars. Yeah, we're gonna fight a submarine. Ev- <laughs> Everyone is going With to fight <laughs> the Furious this year. <laughs> If you haven't heard our Fate of the Furious review episode, go back. That's <laughs> it's a nice tie-in. I like that. Yeah. Uh, but moving on to October 20th, we've got two scary films coming out. On the same day. On the same day. Oh, shit. Ooh, twin bill. <laughs> I'm going to go with the one I want to see first. Okay. Uh, they're, they're releasing another prequel to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre called Leatherface. Oh, okay. It doesn't look terrible. It looks... And all the trailers... The trailers are pretty full of gore. I'm hoping they didn't blow their load. Kind of like when terrible comedies throw out all the best punchlines and all the best jokes in the trailer right. and then everything else is just garbage. We're right. looking at you, Baywatch! <laughs> did you actually watch that movie? Yeah, I did. It sucks. Everything... Every funny part of that movie is in the trailer. Another, another movie that Sam said would do well in fucking paint. <laughs> Dang. That's because it wasn't funny. It wasn't any good. Yeah. Didn't like it. So I'm, I'm hoping this Leatherface prequel will be uh, better. Uh, it does have one really cool shot okay. in the in the trailer that is reminiscent of Alien 3, where the alien's right up in Sigourney Weaver's face, and the little mouth comes out. I'm about you with my little tongue. Yeah, well, there, there's a very similar shot in which the chainsaw is face-to-face with some guy. Ah. And the chain is, like, running in his face, and there's blood dripping off the saw. All right, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was a pretty, that's pretty awesome. It was pretty cool because it was practical and everything, so yeah, I'm hoping that works out a little better. I don't have... Apparently, it's only getting a limited release. You know what? I, I think that might serve that film well. Maybe it'll be at the Hollywood. Maybe. I, if it is, I'll go They're, see it. They are showing a remastered version there of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre for Halloween, which I might go take check out. That I, seems pretty cool. I would suggest cool. it, yeah. yeah. Uh, probably, you know... Uh, just recently, Toby Hooper passed away, so mm. R.I.P. But they've made so many sequels and reboots to this damn franchise. They're milking it, it dry. Right, they're milking it dry. The last one I saw was absolute garbage trash garbage. <laughs> but this one doesn't look that bad, so... Well, the last one I saw was the one with Jessica Biel. That one was that pretty one, decent. That one wasn't bad at all. That no, was pretty that good. That was a long time ago. Yeah. That was probably ten years ago at this point. Yeah, they, they made three more since that so <laughs> haven't seen any of those yeah. neither yeah. have i the last one i saw was called texas chainsaw 3d or whatever uh, anything with oh, 3d in the yeah. oh yeah awful that, that must have been horrendous okay so I, I will throw one caveat out okay there. there's one thing that has 3d in the title that is actually good harold and kumar 3d christmas doritos oh, oh. <laughs> okay <Doritos>. thanks 97 <laughs> I remember Doritos 3D. Those were damn good. See? They should bring those back. See? <laughs> but Harold and Kumar's 3D Christmas was also pretty damn funny. <laughs> yes, it was. 
<laughs> uh, so the other film coming out on October 20th is Boo 2! <laughs> Medea's Halloween! You know what was interesting? What? I, as I was watching you say that, I saw a little piece of your soul die. It did! Right in front of my eyes. <laughs> it now floated into the sky and went to heaven. <laughs> now, did anybody see Boo 1? No! No, and I, that's why I can't get behind this film. I feel like I would be lost because I didn't see the first one. <laughs> yeah. You would yeah. know what's going on with the characters. know what's going on. Yeah, it's, I mean, Tyler Perry movies are probably pretty deep. Yeah. Although I've never seen one of them, so. It's I'm like layers. I'm not, yeah. I'm not part of the TPCU, so. <laughs> <laughs> Medea is the Iron Man of Tyler <laughs> Perry's universe. Is she the Iron Man or the Nick Fury? Ooh. Hmm. Probably the Iron Man. I would say she's the Iron Man because yeah. she's had so many films. Right. Consi- that is true. Yeah, she, yeah, she's so not many putting films. together a team. She's just starred in the friggin' right. things. Considering how much Iron Man was in uh, Spider-Man and you know the Avengers films, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's the Iron Man. Yeah. Maybe she switched, though, in Medea's family reunion to be the Nick Fury, and she brought all of you know her family she brought, together. She brought the family together. And yeah. they, they were like the other Marvel characters. Yeah. Yeah. So which one's Hawkeye? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. All the other ones? <laughs> There's eight Hawkeyes. <laughs> I, I don't know. It, I don't know. I'm sure this movie will do all right. I mean, all Tyler Perry films do pretty decent. They seem to do... I mean, they keep making them. Right. They keep no. getting made, so they do well. Right. I will be damned if I ever saw one. Ah. They keep making them because he works on an extremely limited budget. Half the characters are just him. Yeah, that's true. He, did, he does pull the old Eddie Murphy. Yeah, it's like the Nutty Professor type shit. Yeah. He plays almost everybody. Makes these movies for super cheap and then they make decent money. So they keep giving them, the studios keep giving them money they to make more. keep giving them money? Yeah. Hell yeah. It's like Adam Sandler. They keep giving them money to make movies. Oh shit, he's switched on. He's, he's moved to Netflix yeah. now. He's got his he scammed them. deal. Well, he's got, yeah, now he's getting that Netflix money. <laughs> yeah, he is. He scammed them well. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't know. I watched the trailer. It looked like complete trash. I didn't know what yep. was going on, but good for it. It can do whatever it wants. I don't think it's a... I don't know. It's not going to bother me one way or another. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't I, care. I don't care. Yep. I'm sorry. I it's don't like care. some guy ordering a grilled cheese out in Topeka, Kansas. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. It, I, it affects me 0%. Yeah. I care just as much about that as I do as Annabelle, too. It, right. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's move on to October 27th. That's going to be a big weekend. Yes. And we That's got, the day after my birthday. It is. Yeah. And we've got two movies coming out just for you. Oh, boy. What are they? <laughs> well, let's start with the complete garbage one. Uh,. You guys know the Amityville series? Yeah. Well, there's another one coming out of that. It's called Amityville The Awakening. Uh, I can't tell you what number this is in the series. Do you really care anymore? Nope. (laughs) I saw the original one with Ryan Reynolds. Well, I guess not the original one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Not the original one. The the original of the reboots. I know that wasn't the original Amityville Horror, but I saw that one, and that one was a pile of stinking garbage. And I haven't watched any since, so yeah, I don't know what number they're on. Yeah, you're not really missing anything because even the original one is kind of, is is but is they're not great. I feel like every one of the movies is the same thing, and it is. <laughs> so you saw <laughs> one, you is. saw them all, including think, this new one that yeah. hasn't even been released yet. I think Amityville Two is pretty okay. It's pretty okay, but other, uh, compared to other horror films, it's not. Eh, it doesn't do anything. Nah, it's all right. Uh, but this one, it is so limited. How limited is it? Uh, that it's being released on Google Play. 
Oh, uh, <laughs> really? So it's not even coming to theaters. It, it might play in some theaters, but it's. Oh uh, God. Uh, all the advertisements I saw were it's going to be on Google Play. You go right ahead. Dude. Yeah. Knock yourself out, Steve. That's your first. Uh, it's your first stop. So what is what's stop number two? Yeah. What's the second one on the double feature? The second one on the double feature is the big entry of the season. It's Jigsaw. Saw number eight. Yeah. Really? They got all the way up to eight? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they've got all the way up to number eight, and they've brought back Tobin Bell, the uh, Jigsaw character. Okay. And he's been dead since three. <laughs> and, and he has been in every one yeah, to some degree. Yeah, he's been in every one for some degree, but he's been dead since three. And this isn't uh, like a Jason comes back from the dead. It's just the, the plot lines are so goddamn convoluted. It doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, and you can do what you damn well please. It's yeah. like The Simpsons. Just start a new episode. Right, and jumping back in time and jumping forward in time, it just doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. And I, you know, it's so interesting with this series because just a couple years ago when they released Saw 3D or Saw 7, uh, you know, they said that this is the final Saw. That was the, this yeah. is your last chance to see Saw. That was kind of the big thing in the trailer. Here we are just a couple shortly years later and we have another one. Right. Did anybody ask for this? Yeah. No. <laughs> it was literally the, it was literally called the final chapter for Saw 7. Yeah. So is this the epilogue now? Who knows? I don't know where it's going. I don't either. And, and that kind of interests me, but... <laughs> so, it, it, honestly, it, 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 it sounds like this series is turning into the Rolling Stones, mm -hmm. where they keep <laughs> yeah. having... The Rolling yeah. Stones or Motley Crue, however right. you want. <laughs> yeah. And I have to say, there is not a chance in hell I won't watch this movie. Like, I've seen the other seven Saws, and, you know, ever since one, they've pretty much gone right downhill. Slowly, but <laughs> slowly. Uh, but it, but downhill nonetheless. But you know what? I saw the trailer for this, and the trailer is not actually half bad. Um, I'm sure the movie might suck, but I, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm going to watch it. I, I'm just, I, I loved the first film, and I've kind of been hooked ever since, even though I don't really like what I'm watching half the time. <laughs> I'm still all going to watch it, so they got me there. I'm not going to see it in the theater, though. No, no, no. I, I think... I think part of what draws me to these films is, again, I, like, they were all on Amazon Prime, so I rewatched a couple of them. Mm -hmm. And, again, they're not these god-awful paranormal activity Annabelle uh, insidious movies that have, like, nothing but jump scares. Right. Like, there, there's some creepiness to them, and there's a lot of just kind of panic about, like, things that are about to happen. Mm -hmm. And then it usually ends in a big gory payoff. Unlike it's just like oh spooky ghost Ooh. yeah, yeah. That, which is movies nowadays right so I'm hoping again this jigsaw film might issue in a new renaissance of terrible gory films and they resurrect some of the other franchises that you know went to the wayside and the first one had Robin Hood in it it sure did <laughs> <laughs> which I didn't know for the longest time you didn't know Carrie always was in the no nope. oh, okay I found that out well, like, he he comes back in the seventh yes he does what? he's in that one too yeah, yeah. Dr. Gordon yep the switch for more money <laughs> <laughs> so those are those are horror movies have you guys seen anything for the snowman See, I, I, I saw that. I wasn't going to put it down as a horror movie. I don't know what the hell it's supposed to be. It's just kind of a thriller. It's got Michael Fassbender in it, yeah, so yeah. it has to be somewhat legit. Yeah, I think I, I, think, I think it's more along the lines of a detective thriller. I hope it, so, yeah. rather than just a, a pure, you know, scary movie. No, no, I don't, think it, I don't think it's trying to be a horror movie. I think it's more along the lines of Silence of the Lambs. I hope so, because yeah. it, 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 it is kind of weird, because they, they show the antagonist in the, in the trailer. Mm-hmm. It's a snowman head. Mm. No, they they did. Okay. 
That's not what I saw. But That's what I saw. It was ridiculous looking. <laughs> and it was ridiculous. It was stupid. <laughs> you know what makes movie that makes me want to go back and watch? Top Jack, Frost. Jack Frost. Uh, Jack Frost. Jack Frost. <laughs> not the shitty Michael Keaton one. No, not those. <laughs> the B. The even B shittier horror movie, yeah. <laughs> that one was, oh God, that was such a funny film. Wasn't just, Shannon Elizabeth in the first one? She might have been. I know there was a couple. I only saw the first one. Yeah, she got attacked. That sounds like something she would be in. Yeah, I think she, yeah. I think she was in the first one, and she got attacked in the shower. Yeah, because the snowman was, like, watching her through the window, then came in and killed her. In the shower. Yeah, this freaking snowman's watching she and Elizabeth or whoever played this girl in the Sporting shower. a second carrot. Yeah. Dead. Ah, boner jokes. I'm pretty sure that I'm... You're not far off. I'm pretty sure <laughs> you got... Serious? I'm pretty oh, sure dude. you might have gotten the script somehow. This is, yeah. yeah, this is low-level, uh, you know, B-rated <laughs> horror movies. That or is terrible. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't trauma, but mm, might as well have been. All right. Yeah. This is what you find on, like, the sixth or seventh page of Netflix <laughs> under the horror movie section. The, uh, the unrented red box. <laughs> Awful. They all sound awful, except for the ones that are good. Yeah. All these movies sound pretty bad. I'm going to say that Jigsaw is probably going to make the most money. Probably. It's got the most name recognition. Right. It's got the most name recognition. And and not on Google Play. Right. <laughs> and it's not debuting on Google Play. <laughs> uh, even though pretty much everything here except Happy Death Day is a sequel. Right. As so, most of them are. So yeah. with that, uh, that is the one I am pulling for the most. Okay. Because it is an original idea. Yes, more or less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah more or less. It is pretty original. So that's the one I'm pulling for. I'm pulling for it too. I'm hoping it is a good film. And I hope it's a one and done. Yes, I hope they don't try to make a goddamn <laughs> Final Destination type <laughs> franchise out of it. Which Let's just like... keep going. They haven't come out with one of those in a while. Because uh, they I'm finally reached the Final Destination. That's what you thought. Oh, no. <laughs> until oh until God. until Jigsaw does really well, and then Lionsgate <laughs> and Dimension Films start going, hmm, I like money. bring back? <laughs> we like money. <laughs> the kids want gore again, do they? Well, then, <laughs> we've got something for you. <laughs> okay, let's get away from all this garbage, and let's get back to something good. Yes. This Southern Tier Cold Press Coffee Pumpkin. Mmm, boy. Yeah. Is it good? It is good. Uh, I, I don't think we have to say anything more. It's mm -mm. good. It's fantastic. No, I, I believe we uh, we praised it enough yeah. at the beginning of the segment. No opinions have changed. Yeah, no opinions have <laughs> changed. Correct. It's amazing. We can actually probably just skip right to the podium. <laughs> right to the podium. So let us do that. Okay, Duke. Uh, I'm going to go to Sam. All right. What is your gold? What is your silver? What is your bronze for the Drunken Pumpkins? All right, so Drunken Pumpkin number three, which is going to go in the bronze position tonight. Um, might surprise you guys, but I'm actually going with the New Belgium Atomic Pumpkin. That is surprising. And look, I'm, I'm a huge, huge fan of pepper beers, and I don't know. This one was good, but it wasn't great. And I like the beer, uh, but why I put it in third is I would want to see a little bit more spice and a little bit more pumpkin flavor. Granted, when it warmed up, it did did release more of those notes, but, you know, one has to go into third, and that's the one that's going to go into third for me tonight. <laughs> I did like the beer, though. It's not bad. In second place is going to be the O'Fallon's Pumpkin Bread Beer. 
this one I thought was just slightly better uh, than the Atomic Pumpkin. And only because I put this in second only because I thought it was a little more balanced. Uh, I'm a big fan of Dunkelweizens. I like those dark wheat beers. And I thought this had good, good flavor. And the Atomic Pumpkin, I wouldn't want to drink too many of those. But the Pumpkin Bread Beer, I, I feel I could have three or four and just, you know, really continue to enjoy that as the night went on. So... In first place, to the surprise of absolutely no one, goes the Cold Press Coffee Pumpkin. Uh, fantastic beer, perfect, perfectly balanced, uh, great coffee notes, great pumpkin flavor. Can't go wrong. Cannot go wrong. Plus at 8.6%, uh, you know, percent, it's, it's a, that's solid, a, that's a solid ABV, but you don't taste any of, uh, you don't really taste any of the alcohol. I mean, you can just taste the pumpkin and the coffee over and over in every sip. So just a great all-around beer. Steve, what uh, what are your thoughts on this evening's wares? I'm only going to differ a little bit from Sam in that uh, in the bronze, I'm going to put the pumpkin bread by O'Fallon's. Again, I would say no bad beers tonight at all, but uh, I just thought that the the, the the pumpkin flavor was a little mm, more manufactured, a little more fake. It didn't it didn't taste as pumpkiny as I liked. It tasted more like a ginger snap. But it was a really well balanced beer, and it was, you know, yeasty and malty, and it was just a, it was a good Dunkelweizen that had just some kind of manufactured flavors added to it. I mean, I still liked it. I'd still probably drink a, you know, a good handful of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, silver, I'm gonna put the Atomic Pumpkin. I like the inventiveness of it, and I like, you know, as it did warm up, it did uh, expouse more of those flavors. And I like that a whole lot. And I would drink a handful of those as well. <laughs> uh, for gold, I'm going to put the Cold Press Pumpkin. To the surprise of no one. <laughs> to steal a line from Sam. I know, I literally just said I that. I know you said it. I'm going to echo it. <laughs> All right, that's fair. You yeah. echo, echo whatever you want. Yeah, surprising to no one. That beer is awesome. Uh, it just has the best coffee and pumpkin flavor. I said it at the top of the segment. I can't think, there's only two other beers I can think to compare, and we're not drinking either of them tonight. <laughs> Correct. So, that's the way it's got to be. Adam? What well, say you? Well, for me, I'm, I'm simply going to reflect what Steve has said. The bronze position goes to the O'Fallons for a slightly different reason. I liked it. I didn't find the artificial pumpkin flavoring that Steve was talking about. I enjoyed it. It was a good beer. However, it just did not stack up compared to the other two that we had tonight. Mm -hmm. uh, to say it is a bad beer is a fallacy. It is a good beer. I would drink it again. I have zero problem with this beer. Unfortunately, it just came up against some stiffer competition. Silver, that goes to the Atomic Pumpkin by New Belgium. That was a good beer. Uh, as it warmed up, I was able to find more flavors. I was able to find a little bit more of that peppery of that pepper flavor that they promised with that habaneros. It was not overly pronounced like a sculpin, but that's a good thing. I like the balance between the pepper and the pumpkin. I thought that was a, a good approach, a unique approach. However, it could not hold a candle to the cold pressed coffee pumpkin by Southern Tier. That is far and away the gold medal winner for tonight. Would you say that comes to the surprise of no one? It comes to the surprise <laughs> of no one. <laughs> That's, so, a good, that's a good beer. Yeah. All right. That was a good show. I that think was so. uh We drank some good beers here tonight. It still is a good show. Yeah, that's not over it's yet. Still going. <laughs> Steve still has to tell everybody how they could find us on the social medias. 
Do you want to find us on the social medias? Well, then all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA, and that'll get you Twitter Ooh. and Facebook Ooh. and Instagram. Ooh. And if you want to listen to brand new shows every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher. That would include iTunes, Stitcher, and Podbean, and Google Music Play Plus, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> A rousing endorsement. Uh, it's not, you know, it's not our biggest hits. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, if you go on Google Play, they can listen to the Hot Nation USA podcast and watch the new Amityville Horror movie. That's right. <laughs> um, Double the fun. Yeah. Except not really. Yeah. One of those will be fun. One of them will not be fun. And if you want to email us, you can email us about your favorite pumpkin beer, or you can email us a horror movie that we should watch, or you can email us... Uh, an extra episode that you would like to hear if you want us to go watch Jigsaw and Ooh. do a special episode based on that. <laughs> or you can email us and tell Sam to stop touching the microphone. You can tell him to do that too. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, nobody knows I'm touching the microphone except you two. But that would be interesting to do another movie uh, review podcast I, on on Jigsaw. That might not be a bad one to do it with because it's it's the eighth, right? It's right. The eighth. It's we, the, eighth. the last one that we did was the eighth Fast and the Furious. That's movie, right. So it makes a whole hell of a lot of sense. I, I've got four movie choices that I think we can maybe do in the next couple months. Mm -hmm. We could do Jigsaw. We yeah. could do Thor. Uh, we could do Justice League, or we could do Star Wars. I think you know those are four. Those are four movies that we can maybe make an extra episode out of. Perhaps we need to put that to the audience. Yeah, it's, it's a poll. Yeah, a poll. Mm -hmm. Um, the one, uh, one more thing that I'd like people to email us. We're looking to put together a special Q and A episode for episode thirty-four. Yes, we are. So if you would please email us all your craft beer and Hop Nation USA related questions, please do that. We will be drinking beer and answering questions all show long. Answering so give us something to talk about. Otherwise, we're bab babbling on about a whole bunch of nonsense. So. <laughs> answering your cues, giving you A's. That's right. Anything else? Or shall we close close uh, you know the lid on episode 31? I, I will close with a little bit of sad news that I found out today. The annual pumpkin chunkin' contest held in Delaware has been canceled this year. Why? <laughs> well, unfortunately, uh, they are in the middle of a litigation. Oh. Somebody got injured last year, oh. and now the organizers are being sued, so they canceled the event. Oh. Which is very, very disappointing. Uh, that was something I always enjoyed watching on the Science Channel, yeah. was Pumpkin Chugging, because those machines were ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And I kind of want to build one. Yeah, they're giant railguns. Yeah. Shooting pumpkins. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. It's good but time. unfortunately, that has been canceled for this year. Ugh. Uh, so we'll have to Disgusting. wait for 2018. Maybe 2018 we do a live podcast there. Live from the Delaware Pumpkin Show. Yeah. Circuit with Dogfish Head. <laughs> All right. Let's put that one down in, in pen. Rehoboth. Rehoboth. Put it in the books. Well, that is that is sad. It's a shame we have to end the episode on such sad news. Then let's, let's end on a happy note. Ugh, now you're extending the episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye, Shorty. It's your birthday. We'll see you next weekend, Sip Bacardi, because this is a beer show and a wine show and a liquor show and a